You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. everybody and welcome to episode 144 of the corpse cast i'm mike i'm shane shane how are you doing oh nice let me tell you something yeah you know what you have to do right now what i have i have some things that i wanted to tell you oh beware of hairs cross-dressing christopher lees and beautiful naked women trying to seduce you from the next room because guess what what today is may 1st also known as may day Oh, come on. Come on. I'm making a. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what all that was. Are about. you serious? It's. A, oh, gotcha, too. How do. How do. Yeah, dude. It's what was a, that? Uh, what's the name of the movie? The Wicker Man. Come Wicker on. Wicker man. man. Yeah, right there. Just saying. So be careful. Worst remake ever. Yes or no? Um, no. Friday, uh, not Friday 13th. At the uh, bottom. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. No, bad. I have to admit, I didn't hate it, but not because it was a good movie, because it the was bees. so it was so insane that it was like, wow. Oh, yeah. I am glad that exists. Do I like the movie? Maybe not. But am I glad it exists? You bet your ass. Do you I like do. her breasts when she... By the way, I, feel, I saw that when I was way too young to see it, and I feel like that may be the day that I became a man. Well, that, yeah, it could no, be. No, that's not really, because I became a man one time. Remember I told you, I was watching... Uh, uh, Dr. Alien. Oh, yeah. That's Dr. Alien I, was That's the... when I became a man. But I'm just saying, I understood where parts go and fruit, what fruit baskets were. And you could have looked at old, uh, well, I guess if you're born in the 60s, you could watch, you could look at, uh, what's his name? Robert Crumb. Could have watched, looked at his comics and went, oh, I see where that penis is supposed to go. I don't know who that Remember is. Remember that guy, that counterculture no, was 60s. He, uh, was he like Felix the Cat guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, yeah. He showed you. He showed you in comics. You didn't even have to look at a movie. Oh. He just, he showed you in a comic right there. That's where the penis goes. <laughs> it's right in that hole. Oh, <laughs> Your parents right are like, now. yeah, go ahead, read that. It it's looks right like kitties. and sweet spot. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, but but I'm feeling weird. I feel like, I, I, I feel like most of my childhood Mother, why was why are my pants tickling me <laughs> right now? And it wasn't just that. It was like the, it was like that butterflies in your gut why am i feeling these butterflies and why am i feeling hot and yeah why what, is, what thing, is going why, on why is why is my heart rate going up and there's a lot, a lot of pulsing and thumping i didn't even know do you ever get a set of blue balls oh yeah oh dude dry humping back in the day blue you, balls every time oh that's that's a painful mess come on i grew up in farmington caseville that's basically as far as most girls would let you go is the dry hump did you ever use that as an excuse? Maybe we we got to do this because I'm going to be in pain if we don't. Well, after we a while. We got to take it to the home, the home run. Well, after a while, that was where the handies came in because a buddy told me that he always gets a handy after that or else, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Because I was talking about the double Bs. Blue balls. Yeah. For the uninitiated. But yeah, so, but there you go, man. They hey, hurt. Handies. Handies are wonderful. Handies are our God's gift to uh, dry humping. are good. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. 
Especially if they're like right in the middle of a supermarket by like a homeless lady. They're like, why is she unzipping my fly right here? And she's like, just trust me. You say, okay. Dude, I have a little treat. And I don't, and I wanted to talk to you. Remember, you know, Gene, Gene Turner up in uh, good old Logues? I absolutely do. He made a little rap for us. I thought it'd be fun to play it. Do All you, right. Just yeah. Try I mean, yeah, I want to hear it. I got it. And I, let me see. Let me hold on. Okay, hold on. You got some. Sorry, come I on, work. Get your. This ain't Skrillex over here. Get get that fuzz. Okay. Out well, of here. Why is it so loud? Is it what my my question to you? I listened to this. It was great. So let let let's go ahead and just check this out. Why is it doing that? I don't I don't know. We're gonna have to deal with it, folks. And also, if this is a problem, because this is how we do voicemails too. So you were gonna have to deal with it all day. But anyways, I don't, I don't understand. Let, let's go ahead. Here here. I just wanted to say, Gene made a rap. It's pretty g darn funny. So. Gene made a rap. Let's just enjoy it, shall we? Let's rock it. Here it is. Okay, hold on. That ain't working. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna t- we're gonna we're gonna give my Mike a little bit of time to uh, figure out the technology on that. Yeah, you've got out. all those bells and whistles over there, so, so you'll, let's, you'll get that. I, I don't out. I don't know what's going on, but it just ain't working out for us. But we're gonna we're gonna deal with that in just a moment. Okay, how about that? I wonder. Okay, anyways, why yeah. don't we just get into the show, shall we? Oh, that sounds nice. Um, okay, so I wanted to mention a couple things about Premium April's trivia. Obviously, is over. Right. Um, Remind me tonight. I got to get you that twenty disc we do. Uh, jammer. We do. Guess what? We have a we had we we had a, like twenty five people take the trivia. I'll go out on break and get it. Twenty five people took the trivia, and we have a repeat winner already. Oh, yeah. wow. We have a repeat winner. It's funny because most of them were like around eh, 20, uh, no, no, sorry, yeah, like 11, 12, stuff like that. But this guy came through again, man. Yeah. He came through again. Uh, he got 15 out of 15. The only person to get 15 out of 15. There's a couple 14s, but mostly 10 and 11. I thought you were saying there was like a time, there was a couple with 15 already. No, I, I must have been. I think that I mixed it up because I took it one time just to test it. Oh. And I think that I just looked at that, so I'm a dumbass. That's, I mean, believe it or not. Okay. Believe, believe it or not. I'm a dumbass. But the only legit 15 out of... I believe it. Yeah, I know you do. The l- only legit 15 out of 15 that we got again was Gary Shade. Shade. Hi. There you go. He is dominating you people. I don't... I, I mean, I want to say this. You need to take your time because he... I looked how long he took. He took a long time. He may have Googled some stuff. He went up in his brain pan and sure. whatever. You just got to sit there and you've got to make and sure... And if you get the same score... You have to get the best time, right? Right, but no. But what I'm saying is, there's only one fifteen out of it all. Right. So right now, take your time, folks. And by the way, I still have to send out. Uh, I sent out one price package to Mikey who won it last month, mm-hmm. but I promised him another one because I didn't have any envelopes big enough for the for the vinyl, the signed vinyl. Oh yeah. So I have another one. I was going to send out today at work, but I decided to work from home. Yeah, put a little cardboard on that. Well, I did. When it, you it, wrap it up, so it, so, I, well, I had to so go your to the, mailman doesn't kick it to the door. I, I went to the fresh markets and I and I went and bought some bigger envelopes. So I got I got that ready to send. I just haven't done it yet. Right. But anyways, congratulations, Mikey, for that. I'm going to send that out to you. Congratulations again, Gary. Uh, email me with hey, your information. Should I? What I mean, do you I say? probably still have it somewhere, but I'm going to you know just email me again, just saying hey. You know, I won, and we'll yeah. set it. What 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 did he win? Tell him, Vanna. He won that uh, twenty disc. Uh, it's like old time radio shows. A really cool oh, right. booklet that comes with it. But there's twenty discs in there. It's got Vincent Price. It's cool. all sci fi and horror, but it's that old time stuff where they used to do the 
you know, here comes the horse down the sure. road, and then the guy goes, hey, what are you doing over there? And then they... <laughs> oh, sure. Okay, kind of cool. like that one uh, terrible band that we did on the podcast that was about H.P. Lovecraft. Oh, you mean that great band? It was like... It was like... But it had a lot of that radio bits in it. To the scars, dimensions here and far. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, that right there. Yeah, but no. So there you go. Congratulations. But I have to apologize to all the premium members this week i've had the mother effing week from you know where i don't want to curse i don't want to curse double toothpicks yeah it's it's been a bad couple of weeks for me like and i shit you not it's been bad so i haven't been able to finish editing up a bunch of other shows stuff like that so i haven't put any new stuff up for uh the premium this week but i promise you i will before the the weekend is over There'll be a never-before-seen uh, Corpse Collective video podcast, and there will be a couple of movies and some trailers and stuff like that going up there. Right. But oh, I'm sorry. I feel really bad that I let you guys down. I'm sorry for that. I'm and sorry. I had uh, Laverne LeVay build me up my uh, Shane oh, yeah. Diablo's bubble bath reviews. Oh, Diablo's. Yeah, so that's awesome. As soon as I figure out what I want to do with that, I'm going to start doing my bubble bath reviews. Oh, that would be so delicious. I mean, and I mean sexually delicious yeah oh yeah well of course mm, yeah man i want it i want to keep it sensual well yeah but I, also you know give you some information knowledge and learn things about i feel like you just defined yourself knowledge full of knowledge and sensual and sensual uh being yeah that's that, what i'm saying that sounds exactly right there. like me doesn't it yeah absolutely so there you go but i just i just want to apologize to those guys i do want to mention that the show tomorrow night may 2nd for die monster die has been canceled because they sold by yeah but people utah people People from the surrounding states, it's going to be worth it to drive your asses all the way down for next Friday. Die Monster Die opens up for the Creep Show at the Devil's Daughter. By the way, the Devil's Daughter is a pretty cool And they've place. already got like a 150 people saying they're going to that show. So it's going to be a gonna great be a- show. I'm going to bring the camera. We're going to do some, some uh, filming. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask that guy for cash. I'm going to say, <laughs> what do we get paid tonight? I'd like to have some of that. I, and I'm serious. I mean, we're going to do some premium stuff. So show up. Let's have a party. We just, after all the BS that I've had to put up with in the last week and some, let's just party, folks. Can we just party? Can't we do that? Have a party. Have a party. Let's just go rock the fuck out and party. Thank you for that. This episode, we are going to be talking about a couple of things. As is usual, we're doing one band, one album, and one movie. The band and album that we're doing tonight is a classic, man. Is one of Mike's classic classic band for sure. We're doing Faith No More's brand new album that is yet to come out, but uh, I got a screener copy from Johnny Crew. Yeah, <laughs> so, so yeah, I didn't realize I didn't realize that it would it wasn't coming out till next month. But well, I've, it's I've, coming out on the 18th. But, but and just so you know, I I uh, actually went in and I pre ordered that vinyl that that uh, sure with that, the, that single vinyl yeah. type thing. With, I think it was for their. I don't. I don't remember. But I. But I wanted to. I wanted to put some money into their pockets because it's mother effing it, faith no more. They're back after since 1998 or yeah, whatever. 18 years. For oh my, you just, 18 years. I saw them you made me on. Sound so old. I saw them on the uh, album of the year tour. With oh yeah, yeah. Limp Biscuit opening up. 
<laughs> and that was limp, that's painful. That was Limp Biscuit that the dude didn't figure out his costumes yet. Oh, so West Borland. He just wore the the bustier and had black goth hair. I feel like you need to before you even do your first show, you need to figure out your costume, whether it be the bustier. Fred Durst had whether his right did, now. Well, he was like it was straight backward, away. backwards red cap, and he said, "Yeah, man, uh, yeah." Yeah, and then uh, when Faith No More came out, they were all wearing missionary. They had missionary tags and shirts. And Dude, everything. that's yeah. Well, I could I could have walked up to him, Elder. How are you? Um, yeah, my name is Elder Cadaver. No one, Mike Patton. He, he would have been totally up to speed on all that. Yes, yes hello, how are you? <laughs> absolutely. We would have had a great conversation about uh, about the Lord. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So we're talking about their brand new album called Soul Invictus, and we're also talking about a movie called Messiah of Evil, which I've got some funny nuggets about it. I feel like I hope that I, I feel like I boned you a little bit on this because yeah. oh you did you send me one of those copies that were not the good copy but yeah. you had the good copy well yeah but I have the Blu-ray and yours was on the public domain copy of it so. oh you <laughs> knucklehead I know I know I know I'm sorry I didn't realize it and I'm because I'm until it was already on the list and I go okay I had to look up in my movie database what movies do Mike own and where is Messiah of Evil I went and pulled it out and I'm like oh shit this is on one of those. 50 pack of uh public domain yeah the news. dvd i was like why does this have night of the living dead and shit on it exactly so it was, yeah. that's why right there that mystery is solved but so you got to see breasts and all sorts of good stuff oh no no, no it was the same cut oh. it was just a lot more beautiful right it and it was, wasn't all scratchy and you could yeah, see the film exactly. rolling and hairs and shit falling <laughs> on. All right. yeah it was just much more beautiful for that but um but so that's what we're talking about today. Why don't we do this? Shane, why don't you explain to the first time listeners what we do every single episode when it comes to question of the episode? We like to hear your answers on things. So we pose a question. <laughs> we ask you the question. We say, give us your answers, call them in. And then we listen to them and we laugh and we cry sometimes. Sometimes. And sometimes, but all the time we enjoy it. Absolutely. And the question that we asked last episode was this. What is a gap in your horror movie watching? What quote unquote classic or highly regarded film that it seems like everybody has seen but you for some reason or another just haven't gotten around to? And then I did throw a bonus out there. I don't know if anybody took me up on it. I hope so. Watch that movie and give us a one-minute review that's not really a minute. Why right. don't we do this? Let's get right into the voicemails if I can figure out the technology over here. The first one we got is actually one that we got while we were recording last episode. So it's not going to know about this question, but it's Mikey Trauma Trash. Why don't we get right into that? Good. This is a problem. Oh, here we go. Yeah. We got it. All right. Here's Gene. Gene. I'm sorry for the sound quality. I don't know what the heck. It sounds pretty good. Turn it up a little bit. In the town of Salt Lake, there's two handsome lads. That's right. They run a little show that they call the Corpse Cast. That's they right. have a lot of fans all across the way. Death Rattle or a Beetle Truck and Jake the Snake. Three kids and a mortgage. That's Mike Stick. That's right. And Shaney is a truck driving son of a bitch. Uh-huh. Listen to, listen to the Corpse Cast show. They do it for the fun of it. Definitely not the dope. Hey. Corpse Cast. What? Uh-huh. Get your horror on. Just give it a listen and I know you can't. You gotta get his eye looks too. It's very sexual what he's doing. 
Music, talking, movies, listen with your ear holes. Ear holes. GD, dang it, Mike don't like to swear. It's right. Shane just says fuck it because he really doesn't care. That's right. Shane <laughs> plays drums in a horror punk band. Die, monster, die, I have to say that I'm a fan. Hey. Mike's All main right. objective is providing for his fans. That's right. So he writes software working for the... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, what'd you for do? the man. Working, working for, for the man. Oh. You can call a phone, phone, let him know you're a fan. Corpse <laughs> Get your horror on. Just give it a listen and I know you can't go wrong. Corpse Cast. I thought he was going to rhyme that with schlong. Is the podcast show. Music, talk, and movies. Listen with your ear hole. Ah, yeah. And by the way, if I'm looking at him right now, and he's just like, Mike sexy mother. Yes. Shane Diablo. Uh-huh. A.K.A. Big Peasy. Oh. The Big Peasy bastards out there. That was it. I, I got to say, yeah. that was... I, I'm sorry that it that this stupid thing was such a dick that, about that's, it. That is good. Well, I know, but I'm I, I'm just so bummed out about the sound quality. I you know I, I try to hold ourselves. Gene, to that a, is that is really good. That is <laughs> awesome to hear because you can do that kind of thing. I would sit there all day and go rhyme with pan. <laughs> Stan Stan rhymes with pan. That's but show. That's that's pretty good. All right, should we get into some voicemails? Let's I I hope it. this isn't too painful. I'm sorry. I'll bring my I'll bring my regular computer next time. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Jeez. All right, so let's get started with Mikey Trauma Trash. Here he is. Here he is. Here he is. Here he is. Hey, Mike. This is Shane. It's Mikey Trauma Trash from the UK calling to answer the question of the week, which oh, no. in case you would this is harsh. like to visit. Yes. Um, the reason why I said visit, I wouldn't like to live in these places if it was in the reality of the horror itself. Sure. Because the chance of being killed is... Uh, let's say over a hundred percent. And don't so, nobody want to yeah. die. Um, number one would be Camp Crystal Lake, of course, because it's the Friday the Thirteenth series, and sure. I love that series. Number two would be the mining town and mines from My Bloody Valentine. Oh, the that's in Canada. Yeah, there you go. Uh, number three would be the cabin from the Evil Dead series, Duh. including the cellar and the book, the Necronomicon Ex Mortis. Ex Mortis. Uh, number four would be the farm from House of a Thousand Corpses, including all Why the would you want to visit that? Ed Geenish and the cellar <laughs> with Dr. Satan. I would love to see that. Also, the freak show from Captain Spaulding's place. And my last one would be the imaginative world of Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, yeah. Including yeah. all the um, various Get that weird Gelfling guy to come down and be your buddy. <laughs> they are really, really well like thought of and put together. Anyway, that's my selection. Um, so, hope you guys are doing awesome. We're Take doing care, great. Yep. So, there you go. There was a few of those that I'm not really that hot on. I feel I feel like I don't know that I would ever want to actually visit the place from House of a Thousand Corpses because, I mean, it's kind of ugly, right? I mean, it's... A fly on a wall. Wouldn't you like to oh, be there well, and watch course. him kill everybody okay. or at least... Uh, and there are no rules, so he's talking fly on the wall yeah. time. Okay, good he's for He's just okay. coming in for a visit. Who am, I to, who, am I to, who am I to second guess that, man? Yeah, he's just going down to see Dr. Satan's little little tunnel house and what whatever he's doing down there. <laughs> uh, okay, so Jake the Snake called in. 
you know what? All I'm saying is, is I don't understand what's going on. I'm a technical guy, but we cannot get the voicemails to work this week. Yeah, you're the dude that is has his finger on the pulse of technology, and, but for some reason, and I'm witness to it. Yeah, I see something is happening. It's weird. All I'm saying is, I feel like we're very lucky that we got that rap in. I I, I hate to I hate to say it, and I hate to I hate to announce this, but we're just gonna skip voicemails because we really cannot get it to work. It's yeah, it's Man. something weird with your. One of your so, 12 computers. So what do you want to do? Do you just want to let them ride till... Let's just let it ride. Let's let this question of the episode ride till next episode. Let it ride. Let's just let it ride. We'll get into oh, some man. faith no mores. Let, I'm, I I mean, we're only 20 minutes into the show. We're already getting into our... our what, I mean, I don't know what to say. I'm, I, I, I deeply apologize because I know that it's uh, like totally annoying that you call in. You don't get your voice heard, right? Yeah. But we're just going to let it ride. I'm, I don't know what to tell you I'm going to go ahead and say it's a bunch of fucking bullshit. Well, what I I'm going to say. Well, yeah. I, well, that's. I'm glad you said it because that's, but a, I don't technical say those. difficulties happen. But so, but next week, I promise, I've got another laptop that I'll use. We'll be fine. Yeah. Whatever. I'm sorry, but this Mac is a piece of turd, and I don't know what else to tell you guys. So I guess we're just going to get into one minute of faith no more. Here it is.
people are sticks equipped with stones. Get the motherfucker on the phone, the phone. 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 Why hello there! My name is Johnny Krug and I'm here to tell you about the Corpse Collective Premium website. Why am I doing this promo, you ask? Well, that's because Mike and Shane are too shy and classy to pimp their own stuff. However, they're definitely not too shy or too classy to ask my ass to do it. Anyhow, Mike and Shane have put together a website where they've added a ton of extra Corpse Cast-related content. On this site, you can find every single episode of the Corpse Collective video show, exclusive behind-the-scenes audio, video, and imagery, along with horror movie commentaries called Corpse Tracks, recorded by the hosts themselves. I mean, think of it like riff tracks, but a lot filthier. So you're probably asking yourself, where can I gain entrance to this magical treasure trove of filthy goodness? Well, since it is a premium website, Mike and Shane are asking for a small donation from their listeners, you know, just to gain access. However, once you're in, you have access to everything the site has to offer. And there are two different ways you can contribute. You can set up a monthly subscription for as low as $1 per month, or you can do a one-time payment that gives you access to the website for three months. Word. To sign up, you can visit CorpseCollective.com and click the Corpse Collective Premium link at the top right corner of the page, or you can go directly to Premium.CorpseCollective.net to sign up. Remember, content is being added constantly, so check back frequently. Finally, we just want to make sure that everyone knows that the audio podcast will always be free. So to sum it all up, if you find the level of filth in your life to be lacking, or your boner just hasn't been quite as nervous as usual, hit up the Corpse Collective Premium site, and everything in your world will be right once again. Formed in 1981 in San Francisco, California, California. And you got to San Francisco. This band's ability to embrace heavy metal mixed with funk and fuse it with groove and hard rock has made them stand out and break away from the norm. Oh, the yeah. band has had huge success with songs like Epic. Yeah. From the real one. thing. And have garnered a huge cult following, which might come up later, uh, <laughs> regardless of radio or commercial popularity other right. than that song. Okay. They have returned after 18 years. And thank the good Lord Jesus for that. 18 years. It's been too... I can't believe it's been 18 years because that means I'm old, but good for them. You're saying it's been a while? It's been a while. Faith No More. You can like them on Facebook, Last FM. Official website is FNM.com. Official Twitter, at Faith No More. We are talking about Soul Invictus. Released May 2015, May 18th. So we have a pre-boner copy. Yeah, right? thanks, Johnny Krug. But just so you know, before everybody Johnny shits Krug, their pants. Johnny Krug, Just so you know, before everybody shits their pants. You got pants, it from him. Both Johnny Krug and I have pre-ordered things from them. So Sure, sure. Well, absolutely. May 2015, 10 tracks, 39 minutes and 30 seconds on Reclamation slash oh. Epicac Records. Okay. Who owns Epicac? Well, Mike Patton does, The right? mighty Mike Patton's label. Produced by Billy Gould. Who's Billy Gould? 
Billy Gould is the bass player backing vocals in Faith No More from 1981 to 1998, and then from 2009 to the present. Yeah. I got. I have no. He he he's been around. He's that dude. Uh, Billy Gould. Uh, what? Uh, Roddy Bottom yep. and Mike uh, Borden. Puff, yep. take it from our drummer Puff. Oh. Being good gets you stuff. Uh, oh, take it from our drummer Puff. <laughs> Being good gets you stuff. <laughs> it rhymes for sure. I love Faith No More. Oh I enjoy everything they have done, including Introduce Yourself mm. with Chuck Mosley on vocals. Yep. I have seen them three times. I like this album. This album is good. Okay. But. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, dear. Some people are probably not going to be happy. Oh, why? It. Why do you say that? Well, what are your thoughts on the album? Oh, we're we getting into this first? Let's get into what you've got to to say okay so let me go to the bottom of my notes right now let's see okay go from the top baby. no i go I, top down no because, take your top off because you asked me a certain a certain question um let's see let me let me okay okay so here here's what i want to start with since you like set that up for me okay one strange thing about faith no more has had me uh has basically been has been my kind of view on this uh, on Faith No More since 1989. And I have to admit, I wasn't there in the Chuck Mosley days. I went back and I listened to sure. it and I like it. It's There's good. a fun little story about that I read about Chuck Mosley uh-huh. where they said that Chuck Mosley, they kicked him out of the band because oh. he was erratic and uh, well, just weird. And I was like, whoa, whoa. that's Mike Patton. I was going to say, Mike, <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to say, he was the erratic one. That's very strange to me. But one thing that Faith No More has always had on me since the very beginning is outside of a handful of tunes throughout their career, like Falling to Pieces, um, Midlife Crisis, RV, Be Aggressive, Evidence, Last Cup of Sorrow, some of the really kind of easy ones to listen to, every single Faith No More album has has taken me a little bit of legwork to really get into. Sure, This isn't something that I, I go and I listen to on the first time. And I'm like, oh, this is great. This is something that I need to cuddle up with. Yeah. This is something. That- I, I was the same way with album of the year. I was like, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure about this. And really? then I went, oh, I got it. And then I went, wait, this might be one of my favorite. <laughs> that's albums. what I'm saying. And that's that basically that progression that you just described right. has been every single album since Angel Dust. Because I, I, you remember when uh, Epic came out? What was the album called? Uh, oh, the Real on. Thing. The Real Thing came out. You listen to that, you know, and it's like, that was all pretty. I mean, that was back in the day where. That's Mike Patton's first album with the band. And it's very strange because, I mean, that's when like K-Bear 101 tried to uh, stick them in with like with like Poison and all that. It's funny because Faith No More's kind of been that band that whatever's hot at the time, they've kind of fit into Oh, but I feel like it's mostly because Faith and More cannot be categorized. And so yeah. they're like, oh, okay, well, let's just put them into this, whatever. They're into metal. They're into alternative, whatever. But the, the, the point that I'm trying to make is, is this album was no different for me. The first couple times I listened to this, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Here's what it is. But because history has told me to listen to it, you know. Nine, over and over. Over and over. I am going to enjoy this. And you know what? Yeah. I've got to tell you, that's you exactly that. what it did for me. That's After- okay. Here's a, here's a, here's a little story that I was thinking. Okay. Is that I was listening to it and I was going, Oh, how awesome would it be if, because it's 
slight it's it's basically here's some pre here's some pre albums out there in the ether whatever okay that may 18th this is not the album it's a whole new album oh i thought that's that right up faith delicious. no more's yes. al- alley sure that's right up there pat to to do something like that True. because i listened to this thing for two weeks straight yes and i was going it is good uh-huh but where do i put it in that in the in, in the catalog you know what's so of funny? all things faith no more as you as you put you say that and i'm like and I, i'm not and, and, and it's okay so let me tell you the little story about my cadaver's life okay mm-hmm. i got the album <clears throat> like a week ago on like a friday night or whatever and i started listening to it right right but then i went out and i <laughs> i mean oh my gosh i hate yard work so much right i hate it but I put it on, I put it in the earbuds, and I'm digging out flower beds, and I'm mowing Digging out flower beds? What about those weeds? Those yellow, spraying, yellow heads, those lion heads. I'm spraying the weeds, I'm spraying the weeds, I'm mowing the lawn, I'm getting everything ready. I'm basically resurrecting my lawn, and people don't give a shit about that. But the point is, is it took me five hours on one day, on right. last Saturday, five hours, I'm working in my yard, doing all this stuff, because my wife's like, you know what would be great? This, this, and this, and this, and I'm like, you know what? I realize that's not a, a command, but you know what? I like to make my lady happy. I do. Yeah. So I did it. The only album I listened to was this over and over, and it's only 40 minutes long. Yeah. So I got a chance to get in there, and I have to admit, after the fourth, the fifth listen, I really started you to started appreciate to, it. And I started thinking, I feel like I did kind of the same thing, where okay. I was like, I, I, I can feel this. I, I, I understand. But the thing is, is I, in, I'm not only am I doing that, but I also remember my history with Faith No More. I'll never forget the first time I ever listened to Angel Dust. I, I pretended to love it because there was a girl in high school named Dana who was not from Utah who moved, who her parents moved, and she always wore like she always unbuttoned a couple extra buttons, uh, and she loved them. And I'm just like, I'm gonna, be pre- I'm gonna pretend to love this. Be aggressive. And How hot would it be if she was unbuttoning that blouse? No, she, she, it she was, was already like, there. Aggressive, be e aggressive. Here's a hint for you, Michael. Oh, get out there and and bang it. You know what sucks to be my my buddy Rob actually got on that. It he beat me uh, to the punch. But he's I, like, yeah, like but I have to admit, said, Mike, sorry. Yeah, I, this well, he guy. Was, well, my buddy Rob, who lives in uh, freaking Montana now, he was like super handsome. I'm only kind of handsome, so so I mean that's you're a, not bad. No, I'm not bad, but he was like, wow. That's what I'm saying. Oh, he so, was stunning. Yo, he was, to look at to this day, he's bald now, and he's still trying to hold on to those hairs that come oh, up. So he's not, out for one more day. he's not quite as stunning as he used to be, but he was as stunning. He's got that uh, yes. Gerber baby thing going right he there. He did a the, lot of swimming and diving, so he had that little body. Bit of hair there. He had that body. Me, I was into football, so all I needed was bulk. Morrissey of Utah talks about swimming, he says. That's yeah. the way to go with That's it. That's what I'm saying. He was like, he had these big That's pecs, how you really get and he had this six pack and stuff like that he was that guy he played water polo did diving all that stuff so he beat me out which is fine because when he went out with her it left the rest of the chicks at davis high for me okay okay sorry all right. I, I so agree. back that was very but what i'm saying is so i was really into that but i gotta admit the first couple times i listened to angel dust i'm like Ugh, this is very strange to me but after years and years of listening to him right now angel dust is a bone saw to me yeah, and the same thing that happened with every subsequent album. Do you feel like this will then? become a bone saw if not if it's yes, not already? Absolutely. I'm just saying right now, and thank thank 
Hopefully, I had a, a, a chance because we didn't record last week. I had two straight weeks of listening. Yeah, to that's that. I was given it every opportunity yes. that I could to go. Oh, and I'll be honest seep with in, you, baby, seep it, in. And it, in 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 Faith No More is very strange because it's like the the the. the I mean, because you, I mean, you have your singles like Mother Effer. You know, which is, sure. oh, that's a pretty fun song, right? Then you had Superhero. It's like, my oh, favorite oh, part oh. is where he gets to singing going, that motherfucker. Yeah, so good. It's like, oh, I get so to hear good. some of that. Absolutely. But after a while, all those other songs became bigger to me because right. I listened because I, 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 I invested the time. My very favorite song on this was Black Friday. And right. it was just, oh, I'm just like, now I listen to that. It's just like, that hits me right here and it's like i like rise of the fall cone of shame every song on this album is really good after 20 listens i'm just saying it's it's it, it's what is that i'm just saying in, in the, my very favorite bands of all time opeth have taken me time to invest to love them typo negative sure i have to get into it i have to invest i, I love it i i love faith no more i've seen them. i saw them get spit on with metallica <laughs> sure. on the real thing tour sure long time i ago. saw them with billy idol on the midlife crisis the oh, angel no shit. Tour. i didn't see him I i've never them. seen faith no more and and it was hard for me to try and figure out what the hell was going sure. on because i was going i i'm really not feeling this album at really? all really really it's good. It's okay. Uh, okay. All right. And I, I, I kind of brought it down to this, is that okay. Mike Patton did an interview with Pitchfork where he said, unbeknownst to me, these guys had been working on a bunch of music, <laughs> and I didn't even think it was Faith No More. They played it for me, and I was like, oh, my God. It really set me, ba- set me <laughs> aback. First of all, this music is really, really fucking good. Sure. Number two, I was like, am I involved? I asked Billy Gould, and he said, yeah, I think you should sing on this. I thought about the other shit I had going on at the time and was like, wow, I've already reconnected with these guys, and we've done this reunion tour. We can really right a lot of wrongs. Sure. <laughs> okay. All right. And here's what... I, then I started going down my rabbit hole. Okay. And... Angel Dust. Yeah. King for a Day. Sure. Full for a Lifetime. And Album of the Year. Mike Patton was the main songwriter on all those albums. Oh, is that true? I did not know that. All of those albums. Mm -hmm. He had zero to put into this. But he kind of came in. You know what? He came in. But I was trying to figure out why didn't I like this? Is it because Mike Patton didn't have a hand in it? Okay. Maybe. But it didn't hit me. It just did not hit me. I was like. It's okay. Mike Patton does a lot of gravelly singing. He does a lot of the whispery stuff, and it's great, but I like to hear Mike Patton just belt it out. Sure. Evidence and all that stuff. Oh, evidence? Oh, my gosh. You just got my dick hard. Yeah, evidence, all those good fucking songs. And I feel like this was it. Well, the album is absolutely like bass and keyboard heavy. Sure. So it was Roddy Bottom and Billy Gould. Mm -hmm. And Billy Gould's the dude that's been doing all the interviews. Sure. The bass player. He's Mm -hmm. produced it. It's all all kind of based around that. Now, Billy Gould is also the guy that did all the songwriting when Mike Patton came into the band for The Real Thing. Oh, no kidding. Okay. So it's like, it's been a long stretch. It's been a while. It's been a while, but it's like, 
I just couldn't get into this album. Oh, bummer. I liked it. It was fine. Okay. But where do I put it? At the end of the day, I put it at the bottom. Oh, no kidding. I put it at the wow. absolute bottom. I don't... It's hard to... It's hard for me to rank every Faith No More album because, I mean... Honestly, there's a different vibe to every single one of sure. them. Sure, yeah. like I honestly feel like if I if if I were to know nothing about Faith No More and I were to go see them in concert, they were to play some from Album of the Year, they were to play something from uh, Angel Dust, or to play something from the Real Thing, whatever. I would I would say, oh, well, that's different. Oh, it and pains the- me. It pains me because it's like I give these guys five stars for everything sure. they do in life. Uh-huh. Mike Patton can do no wrong. Sure, but. And the thing is, too, is I look at these guys, and they are all so talented. I mean, just look at all their side projects. I mean, Mike Patton, are you kidding me? How many side projects does he have? Peeping Tom, Mondo Kane. Mondo Kane. Fantomas. Fantomas. Tomahawk. Tomahawk. You know, Mr. Bungle, all sorts of stuff. Mr. Bungle, by the way, is one of my favorites. I love him. But that dude is in charge. He's he's right there in the writing process. But the thing is, is even some of these other guys, they've got so much going on. These guys are are artists that just need to get it out there. And I'll be straight up with you. This album, it'd be hard for me to... to, I mean, right now, minus this album, it's hard for me to say... Which, you know, rank them from one to whatever. And it's like, well, that's hard because they're all so much different. And Which this is so is strange so- because as I'm listening to it, I'm just like, ah, where do I, where, what, after two weeks, uh-huh. where do I put this in the. And you're, in the, you're dropping at the bottom. And I, I have to put it. I got to okay, put it you know at the what? bottom. We're different folks. And I, different I really do like it. I think it's good. Sure. But I, but 18 years later, it's not that good i'm gonna go ahead and say this i'm gonna go ahead and in and, and with class and it's with, a shocker with a, and a, oh. i'm gonna say i disagree with you because yeah. i really like this album in fact this album made me passionate about listening to their older albums the, here's their and you, and you know you may be right there's not a lot of those because it's so great when mike Patton is like oh like, yeah you got it yes it's true and then he goes you vote without me it's only you yeah, yeah you gotta like, have so that good. there's none of that it's just there's like a little, come there, in there's and a little, do it the mother effort there's a little bit of that and there's a little bit here and there yeah. but you're right it's not kind of as dynamic as that it's but, not mike Patton but going, I do i got like, free reign can I can be. I just lay it all out? I didn't know any of this, and I didn't recognize that as I'm listening to it because I'll be honest with you, I felt like this is like this is one of the quirkiest, most unique bands of all time. This yeah. band is going to be perennially in my top ten because absolutely because every year I go over and I redo my top ten. That's not true, but what I'm saying is this is one of my favorite bands of all time, and I feel like this fits right in with that. I feel like that you know after putting in the time. A lot of things I don't appreciate it until the tenth, until the eleventh. Listen, but yeah, after I that, listened, it's hit I, me right I, there. I, I, I felt so bad inside. No, it's okay. I had a real inside like problem. I had a hot shower where I was like, "What is wrong with me that I'm not enjoying the <laughs> hell remember, out of this?" I remember Faith texting no More you saying, "Man, life is good because I can listen to that Faith No More," and, you're, and you replied, "Oh, I think I need a couple more listens." And yeah. you said, and I'm like, "Oh shit." But I really like it. This. It's just, it's rough because it's good. It's Faith No More. Sure. It's the dudes that are there. I felt like uh, it was, I think that entire album was based around 
the Billy Gould and okay. Roddy you Bottom. Might, you probably are right. And it was kind of like, yeah, you get to be part of this. And they were the creators of the band from the beginning. Sure. So it's like, well, yeah, you get to be part of this. And maybe Mike Patton's a, a juju head. He's a little knuckle nut. He is and fairly crazy. they don't like him. And, and they're going, <laughs> but this is a, a big talented, money. All this these is, guys are talented guys, though, you know. Absolutely. But maybe it was just one of those where he's like, "Hey, there's a lot of rights that we could we sure. could we could fix here," and, and, that, and to, to Billy me, Billy Gould after after what eighteen? So after ninety seven or ninety eight was when that came out. It had to be ninety seven because years, I lived in Colorado. Yeah, thirty years. He starts writing the songs again, but it's like you don't have the. The hot cooking that you to me this was another album in that, that fit right with their with their whole library with their whole discography to me it was like i mean because it it does it, it's not like angel dust it's not like the real thing it's not like album of the year it's not like right. king for a day it's not like any of that it's a whole new thing and it does sound different and i i really want him to go but doom may 18th and then a whole this is new. not even the songs that are on that album. I go, I, that would be an absolute salute. I you know would what? Say, Do you want to know no why more, it would be a you salute? Are the gods because I'm of giving all this rock. a high buy. I am yeah. giving this like the top buy that we've ever done. I don't think it's a bone saw because I mean, what what if I said are bone saws? Those are the ones that are, are that have compelled me to listen to only to them. Yeah, I you know this is one that, that kind of fit in that I'm like this is amazing. I love it so much, but. It's, I mean, it, honestly, if I were to say, Mike, you have to go to a desert island by yourself, take one faith no more, I mean, this isn't it. But yeah. at the same time, this is good enough to, for That's, me to say, That oh. was my biggest thing is just going, where do I rank this after, sure. after listening well, to it? What one do you take? I take Angel Dust straight up. I'd probably go Angel Dust. Angel Dust is amazing. And if I got to have something float on a dirty log, it would probably be... Album of the year. Album of the year. That's mine too. All right, cool. All right, because I I like every single bit of those. Every single song on all three of those albums are fantastic. Like, you know what song made me took me forever to enjoy? Crack Hitler. All yeah. all those kind of like get, get, you know weird yeah. like things, but it's That's like yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, there's a lot of stuff that just took time. I love this album. I give it a high buy. What what were you coming? Down? I'm going to give it a high Spotify oh, and say check okay. it out. And it may be on Spotify here in a couple weeks. And yeah, that's oh, I liked it so much. Gee darn it. Yeah, okay, I know. that's cool, man. I know it's cool. and I wanted to, man. Uh, no, I went I in it. just burning, going. I get it. Yes, and then I was like. I you feel know. like we could, if we were to sit here and talk uh, Faith No More history and, and, and whatever, there's so, such a rich Faith No More history. There's so many things. Like I was telling Shane earlier, it's like, search Faith No More on YouTube. You could go down a rabbit hole that you will not come out of oh, yeah. for weeks. Or search Mike Patton, and you will never come out of I watched a whole like 39-minute set from Mr. Bungle that was amazing. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying there's all that stuff. I can really appreciate Mike Patton and his, I, I'm going to say it, his genius of song writing, of yeah. uh, performance. He is, he is a master. He's a performer, And then when too. you get to go, hey, listen to this, what do you think? And they go, well, that's well, that sounds good. Sure. I, am I on it? Well, yeah, you are. Yeah. Okay, no, well, I understand what I'll you're just saying. Go in and I didn't vocal. know that. I did read that when I was writing my notes last night, but I didn't know that before. Yeah. So I guess we're coming down a little bit different. This is one that's going to continue to go on high rotation. In my world, yeah, because I mean, oh, it, 
It just, I know. It, it hits me. It hits me it's in those no bones. More. I get it. Oh, it's great. Anyway. All right. Well, I got trivia. You want some? Sure I do. Get some. Is it about my mom? All right. I'm calling this, it's a little small town. Oh. It's a little small town. How does Troubles. that fit? Oh. Well, because the movie we're talking about tonight, oh, you right. thought it was going to be all faith, no more based. I did, because I thought no. that, uh, yeah, I did. You're I was right. going to, yeah, no. Guilty no. as charged. Guilty as charged. But I'm calling this, it's a little small town, little pink houses for you and me. Small town troubles. <laughs> Say Diddy. Trivia. Little Diddy. About Jack and Diddy Diane. Diddy. By the way. About Jack and Diane. When, Dyke and Diane. All I'm saying, Diane is probably the hottest woman on the planet in that song. Just really? saying. Let's go. I feel like she is because she's uh, she doesn't know she's hot. She's got hot. the hot jeans and they have yeah, the Yeah, but she doesn't pops. know she's as hot as she is because she lives in a small town. So I'm like, she wants that to, is the most beautiful woman ever and I could get you because guess why? You don't know you're that hot. She Turn wants her out. To, she wants to get the big city, but uh, Johnny <sighs> Cougar Mellencamp. That's what I'm saying. Johnny Kruger Mellencamp, <laughs> he says, hey, Hello. you're staying right down here because we got hot dogs and weenies and uh, slushies and fireworks and at the, uh, at the good old uh, yearly, uh, uh, what do you call that? Fourth like the of festival? July party? Yeah, some shit like that. Anyway, let's get into the Mayfest. <laughs> By the way, Howdy. let me explain. Let me explain something to you. Today, I went to Ember and I'm like, just so you know, today, I, you know the whole intro I did? I'm like, be careful of cross-dressing uh, uh um, Christopher Lee and a naked lady in the next room who's pounding right. on the thing. And she knew exactly what I was talking about. And you didn't. I'm just I didn't. I didn't. She knew but exactly. I, but I figured it out pretty quick, right? She's like... I'm not a complete uh, moron, you Do you know, know what she said to me? But first, I'd like to butter your muffin. <laughs> you know what she said to me? She said straight up, she goes, you realize that was a body double. And I did realize it. So it's like, oh, shit. Okay. No, she doesn't have to say that. Ember said that because I've told her that. I like she it. totally like ruined my whole mystery. No, don't do that, Amber. <laughs> Anyways, let's hear it. You son of a sandwich. All right, here we go. <laughs> Number one, this is small town trouble trivia because the movie we're talking about tonight, Lady yep. goes off to find her daddy in a, a small, small kind town. of ocean yes. uh, oceanside right, city. Right, right, right. So here's number one. In the movie The Crazies. Now, what I this is multiple choice, okay. and I want you to give me the city. Okay. Oh, the little shoot. town, the small town. Which uh, which Crazies? The 2010 or the original? Listen to the question. Here okay. we go. In the movie The Crazies, this small town is consumed by a plague, uh, turning all the town folk into psychopathic uh, killers. Right. Uh, this small town is located in Pierce County, Iowa. Oh. Is it A? Hobbs End. No. B, Ogden Marsh. C, Winter Landing. Or D, Porktown. B, Ogden Marsh. Turn, Turn up. You got it. The radio. So you're good with That's that That's in one. the remake. And listen for these Ds because they're really. So there's an answer for you. I, I there's None of these are D. Oh, right. The Ds are the hilarious. answers are Ds because the they're. Ds, so I got 33.333% chance of getting it right. Right. Because they're sure. fun. They're kind of fun. Look, you're a they're hilarious kind of, guy. There's okay. no denying that. So here we go. Number two. This film was the reason Joseph Zito was selected to direct Friday the 13th Part 4, the final chapter. A mass killer returns to this small New Jersey town, reliving a double murder from 35 years ago. Oh, 
while the young while while the youngsters prepare for their big graduation dance. Okay. Is it A Cape May, B Avalon Bay, C Santa Maria, or D Allentown? Dun, Get it, New Jersey? Yeah, it's hilarious, right? Uh, I'm going with Allentown. Go with Allentown. No, I'm not going with that because I know that's not true. But you're talking about the Prowler right there. Okay, you're you're talking about C. You're you're going Santa Maria. Yeah. Okay, you're wrong. Oh, fudge. It's Avalon Bay. But just so you know, I knew what movie you're talking about, though, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm one and one. So we're right. living here in Allentown. <laughs> okay, all right. GP will really enjoy that. Well, because he's from the NJ. He's he's from New Jersey. He loves Bruce Springsteen and the Billy Joel. Oh, strange. Strange about him. Okay. He's a strange guy. Well, yeah. So's uh Billy Joel. All right. Number three. So you're one and one. One right, and one. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Number three, Stephen King said he was genuinely frightened by this film adaptation of his novel. Frank Darabont said that was the happiest moment of his career. A freaky storm unleashes bloodthirsty monsters on this small town while a small group of folks are trapped in a grocery store. Okay. Is it A, Bridgeton, B, Derry, C, Arrowhead or D, Knots Landing. <laughs> okay, so give me those again because it's either A or C. All right. Is it uh, A, Bridgeton, B, Derry, C, Arrowhead, or D, Knots Landing? I got to go with C, Arrowhead. Oh, you're wrong, sir. Oh, my gosh. It's Bridgeton. Number one, I yeah. knew it was a. Okay, crap. Okay, let's. Okay, so I'm one and so two. We're living here in Allen. <laughs> okay. Oh, that song's right. stuck in my oh, head. I know what movie it is. Gee darn it! What do you say when when a when a song's stuck in your head? What what do you do to get that? You out? You just sing it until it disappears. All right. So I'll keep doing that. Yeah, thing. just do it. All right. Number four. The vampires in Thirty Days of Night speak a totally original language that was created for the film by a linguistic professor no at kidding. a New Zealand university. I thought, oh, really? A small frozen town in yes. Alaska is picked off by a hungry band of Draclias. <laughs> is it A, Templesmith, B, Barrow, okay. C, Harrell, or D, Spilsberg? <laughs> Spilsberg? It's B, Barrow for sure. Turn up! I like, I like, by the way, I like your uh, support on that. But I like that. Yeah. Sounded good. Sounded really good, man. Oh, I like to throw out, you know, ideas when I have them. Just so you know, we're two and two right now. So this one, this, this last is, one this is, is the, make the or kicker. Break. Yes. It's hard to think of those small towns where you're like, what? The movie happened <laughs> and they only show it like once or sure. twice. Sure. No, you're, you're a very strong man for getting through this. Dude, I lift a lot of weights. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. As you can see by my pectoral Obviously, muscles. Obviously, it's, 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 you don't even need to say it. If people got a glimpse are, of you, they would know. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, I'm not even wearing a shirt right now. And you can see how how the 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 the, the droplets of sweat are coming down and by my, the way, my forearms. And by the way, those two pepperonis give me a boner right That's now. That's right. 
That's what they should do, though. Sure, absolutely. If you see a man that's slightly sweaty yeah. and he's sitting across the table from you, uh-huh. you should, come on, give him a little You don't respect. need to tell me. You don't need to tell me. I understand. Give him half a boner. <laughs> no, I'm. it's all or nothing with me. I like that. I like that in my men. <laughs> okay. I like that in my ladies, too. <laughs> all right, here we go. Number five, this is it. This is the thing that can make or break I'm going to focus. According to the director of Misery, Ron Reiner, the story is loosely based on the true story of a nurse who was accused of killing 50 children within a two-year period. Oh, man. Paul Sheldon finishes his last novel, wrecks his car, and is held captive by Annie Wilkes. Is it A, Widow's Peak, B, Connor's Pass, C, Silver Creek, or D, Sundance? Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Sundance! No, that's it's a where great, magic happens. That's the greatest town of all. But I'm going to go, What was? What, say it again real quick. A, Widow's Peak, B, Connor's Pass, C, Silver Creek, or D, Sundance? B, Connor's Pass. You're wrong, sir. Oh, I lose. Silver Creek. He was at the Silver Creek Lodge. I don't. I haven't seen that in years. Oh, I lose. Everybody out there is disappointed because I lose. Like, like, except for GP, who's jerking off right yeah, now because he's, he's so happy. Yeah, he's happy oh, about it. I lost the trivia. Fudge. You can only just work harder. I feel like I need to. At trivia challenges. You I'll, just need to just work harder. The only thing that's going to make me feel better is talking about Messiah of Evil. Yeah. So why don't we just go ahead and show a trailer right now so I can feel better about myself because right now I'm worthless. Uh, yeah, you are a terrible person. That hurts my feelings. And they're waiting. They're waiting for you. And they'll take you one by one and no one will hear you scream. No one will hear you scream! All right, everybody, you just heard a trailer for Messiah of Evil from 1973. IMDb, Shane, go ahead and guess what the IMDb score was. I'm going to say it's uh, 3 2. 6.5. All right. And that answer makes me think that you didn't understand the movie because maybe you watched a shitty copy of it from the public domain. Yeah. You had the <laughs> delicious copy and you gave me the. You do that funny stuff where it's like, yeah, I let him watch the shitty one. I didn't one. mean to. I didn't mean to do that. I just thought that because you don't, you know, I'm just saying. I yeah. can't, co- you know, I got to get you the movies. There's a DVD version of it. Let's Give just me the shitty it. one and you watch the good one. Okay. Written and directed by a husband and wife team, Willard, okay, Willard Hoyuk, 12 writing credits, including Indiana Jones and the Mother effing Temple of Doom. No. He wrote that shit. Yes. American Graffiti. He wrote the screenplay for that. Wow. Four directorial credits, including Howard, what the duck. Wow. Like yeah. So this guy is like, yeah, don't ever bring up Messiah of Evil. Well, ever. Maybe my... or maybe not. I he, I peeps probably a little bit upset that it's in the if public. If you do domain. Howard the Duck, 
It's like, <laughs> sir, don't ever bring up my shitty other movies. Well, his wife, Glory Katz, had tw- uh, 10 writing credits, including Howard the Duck, Indiana as well, uh, characters in American Graffiti. She only had one directorial credit for this, but I'll tell you what, she wasn't even credited in this movie, so, which is very strange because why, like, like women, they don't get paid as much. Why wouldn't you at least credit her for writing this movie? Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Get, come on now. <laughs> Starring Mariana Hill is Arletti. Anita Ford is Laura. Royal Dano is the is the narrator slash Joseph Long. Sure. By the way, is that a porno name or what? Joseph Long, yeah. Yeah. Elisha Cook as Charlie. By the way, Elisha Cook, uh, better known for uh uh, oh shoot! Uh, oh, what was that movie? The the Vincent you, Price. Oh my gosh! Who are you talking about? Because the old, is it the, the dad? old drunk guy? No, the old. Oh drunk yeah, guy. yeah. He yeah. was in. He's I've been seen in him. so much shit, but he was also in. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, I've one seen where, him in a bunch of shit, and I've also seen the her dad. Yeah, absolutely. in a bunch of stuff, sure. and it's like, where have I? I almost want to say something wicked this way comes. I don't know. But I've that dad, it's like I House seen on Hunter in- Hill. That's where Elisha Cook was, the right. original House on Hunter Hill. Anyway, let's go over the plot a little bit, shall we? The movie opens up with a sweaty seventies man running to the point of exhaustion on a regular sidewalk in anywhere. Weirdest song too. Yeah. It was playing. It's just kind of <laughs> like, Oh yeah, baby, here we go. It was the seventies. That was that was a bizarre time, right? It was just this, kind this of a weird song. Came out song. the year you were born, so it was weird. Yeah. Just like Shane Diablo. True, I'll say right. that right now. Basically, sweaty seventies man. Like I said, a young woman opens a gate because he's apparently running from something. They don't know what's going on. A young woman, maybe 15, 16 years old, opens a gate nearby, beautiful patio with a pool, etc. The man can't do anything but was but just collapse because he's that tired. Yeah, what does he do? He 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 washes his face off instead of drinking water. Yeah. He's like I just got to splash That's water weird on my because face. your face, I mean it gets dirty. You just want to wash this shit. Yeah. You know what? And she he goes to the little girl for some comfort. You know what she does? She cuts his throat with a straight razor. Boom, a sigh of evil right there. Mm-hmm. Intro credits. Um, all right. You know what? Okay. So I don't feel like I want to go over like the plot of this movie so much. Right. Like in detail. So I'm going to put the notes down and let's just talk about what's going on. All right. Basically what it is, Messiah of evil. Okay. We've got a young lady, a young, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. She was very nice looking. It was like, all right, I can see some. I can see some stuff here. I mean, I'm a shallow human being. I'm sure. Like, okay. She's going to, at some point, get into some business. And show her what? Her ta-tas oh, and her, yeah. her JJ. But it was 70, so you thought that you would see some, like, pop-up book bush right there, right? I mean, I was I was expecting well, that I'd the whole like time. I'd like to see something, for Christ crying out loud hell thank you for not blaspheming against the uh our lord and savior thank you (laughs) but basically what it is is we got so (laughs) i i don't even really know how this happened but basically there's a young woman arletti yeah and she's like my father took off to this small town apparently he's like an artist or something totally Took off to this like nice little oceanside town beautiful town totally beautiful town 
he's gone. And it, you know what the thing is? Is she's like, I need to see my dad. She shows up at this little town. She shows up at this gas station, right? And there's this guy going, like the attendant. He's like, I gotta shoot some shit in the darkness. Yeah, he's shooting like coyotes or maybe wolves or or devil dogs or something. We don't know though because he comes over and says, "Let me fill you up." Is that but, the guy you want to fill your car up? Is the guy that's yeah, over the hill? I want to self serve. Yeah. In more ways than one, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You don't want that guy that's been blasting no. dogs oh, over the side of the hill. hill. Like, oh, God, this guy's going to come over and fill my... <laughs> what? No, I don't like that at all. <laughs> so she's filling up her car with gas, and all of a sudden, uh, a red truck pulls up. Yeah. With the strangest albino black guy, would you say? He I, was a totally albino black guy, I, which is off-putting. I I will say this to you right now. I tried to Google albino black guys yeah. in horror movies uh-huh. because I wanted the trivia to be about that weirdo. <laughs> albino black guys. It was not going to happen. Well, there's only one other albino black guy that I know, and he plays basketball for Utah State. That that little sister of the poor up in Logan, Utah. Whatever. I want to say Whatever. there was an albino black guy in either. No, there was one serpent. In, uh, 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 the believers or no, there was one in that one with uh, who was the girl in Batman the nineteen ninety eight whatever. What was her name? Uh, come on, she used to be hot. Then she got okay. Come on, help me out here. And I was gonna Michael say Michael Keaton. Come on, who was okay, that? Michael who was Keaton. That? Michael Keaton. And then they, she had, what was that girl? Grace Jones. Because <laughs> I was going to say vamp. There's your other albino. Because no. she had, absolutely she not, had white no. face on no. for that movie. No, absolutely not. But anyway, like, I'm a clown gothy lady. She was in a movie, that girl, I can't remember her name. She was hot as holy F. She was in a movie in 1999 called like, like something, the child, like, come on. The child oh. dies. No, it was like bless the child. She was in there. Oh, and there was a there was a there was a Michelle Pfeiffer. It close, but it was even before part two. It was, Jessica Tandy. <laughs> I feel like you're just guessing now. Uh, Alec Baldwin's wife. No, I don't know. I don't uh, know what was it. I don't. Oh. I try not to keep up with Alec Baldwin. He's a piece of shit, right? <sighs> Why on, you don't yeah. like Alec? Political stuff. Oh, uh, it's it's, so, it's the P. Yeah, it's political. It's, stuff. it's the uh, anyhow. The so P. in the side of evil week, we got this uh, albino black guy. He's like driving up, going, "Hey, what the f's going on?" And this girl, what's her name, Arletti's like, "I gotta get the shit out of here." Yeah, I gotta go find my dad. So she comes up to her dad's estate. By the way, her dad's estate. He lives in this great house yeah right this by the great- beach and it's it's a nice little and he's got paintings and all everything that's what like- i'm saying the paintings are amazing he's an artist man yeah what about that bed with it's on chains do you sleep on that you know it had the chains yeah i know what you're saying and, and it, it was, was it was hanging like when she it was-, was hanging from the ceiling right and there was the chains i feel like if if i were to get down on that i would have to get in rhythm because you know, when you're on the chain, just imagine like, oh. trying to sleep with like uh, a 12 pack in your gut. It's like <laughs> that is not going to happen. No, because I'll you are on the floor. You would throw up. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what that's like. A 12 pack. I don't know what that's like. What, what are you talking about? Well, I'm just saying. Man. I'm just, you, yeah, okay. you know, you, it's like seasickness or remember, something. Remember like, back in the 80s, it was all about the waterbeds. Those yeah. are gone by now. 
Nobody sleeps on... By the way, if you sleep on a waterbed, call that in. 385-351-9273. How do you still I actually do it? made love on a waterbed a couple times. By the way, how was that? Because you have to be in motion yeah, with the you water do. waves. Yeah, it is painfully like... Oh, no yeah, shit. This, the penis is popping right out of the hole. <laughs> and... And the worst part about it was I got this bed. I got this water bed for my cousin. Chris Roberts, you can look him up on Facebook. Facebook okay. But uh and they had it out in the garage and they had like ten cats. So it reeked oh. of cat piss. Oh, that's terrible. That's like, hey baby, what's and you going are boning on? chicks with cat piss and the waves. The waves are terrible, dude. It's like, no, you got you you have to get into emotion. <laughs> The motion of the ocean. That's where that comes from. You I've, cannot do anything unless you have the motion. And then you're like, oh, I smell a waft of... It's like I tried to put as many, uh, uh, you know, uh, air Did fresheners. You bust it? Did you bust it? Yeah, at some point oh, it's course, like because the you're leak and it's like, oh, you... Ru-. Well, you mean bust the cherry or bust no, the bust water the nut. Oh, I bust the nut. I bust the cherry. Oh, but bust the waterbed wide open. It was like, oh yeah. Oh, so we, you're you're seeing like like water. There's like, like eighty five thousand gallons of water that's just like <laughs> go to sleep with one <laughs> cigarette burning, and it's like yeah, boom. <laughs> oh my gosh, sorry. I'm sorry. It's that's like so funny. Our to whole me. house is flooded. Yeah. <laughs> But you, that's that's why I became a drummer. Sorry, it's like I'm you sorry. really have to get the motion going. Well, because you, you have gotta to have know the beat, bang sure. and two and bang and three and bang and four. All and because three, you wanted two, to learn one. how to now. F on a freaking waterbed. Anyway, uh, so basically, uh, well, let's see. Where am I? By the way, you just threw me off of my notes. All that right, was well, some funny get shit. Get back to him. Uh, basically, Arletti makes her way to the house, beautiful beach house with big murals on the wall dressed by what looks like the hippest designers of the 70s. But nay, it was her dad. Yeah. Her dad is a is an artist. She comes into a room that looks like somebody was working on a book or something. Papers were strewn across the floor, a drink half empty and a smoke half smoked. Taxidermy of an eagle and a golden retriever. Pictures of everyday things painted on the walls, however... There were ghostly people in the shadows of the painting. She finds her father's sketchbook slash journal. And it's funny because this movie had a lot of quote-unquote narration in it. There was a lot of like, yeah, oh, I'm reading this journal. And there's a lot of narration. He talks about how he became sleepless. And he's starting to have hallucinations. The visions and images are starting to drive him insane. Yeah. He walks the streets at night alone. Uh, sorry, he walks the streets uh, at night alone because he can't That's a sleep. Goddamn Skid Row song! You can't spit that out. Eighteen in life, you call it. Yeah, sure. Sorry. He walks the streets. I'm one eyeball. Help me out. I'm one eyeball. It's Quiet Riot. It's <laughs> Skid Row. It's Twisted Sister. I walk the streets at night alone. Basically, Arletti shows up. She meets some hip cats yeah and is that the best way by the way one i'd the, say they're hip one of the hip cats has the longest face on any human that i've ever seen it's like rob zadar no because he's, he's big face. job but this guy's got a long face and he's all cool he's like i'm i'm sitting there and, I, and i'm you know what just so you know i'm at this uh at this inn right there and i'm and i've got to go with i gotta know what's going on at this town right so they are interviewing and recording Right. Elisha Cook. 
And he's right. just like, man, there's some shit going on. Yeah. They never got to the bottom of his story. I mean, what's his deal? Because he ended up dying, and that's some shit, right? Yeah. Be- but he talked about how 100 years ago there was a dark stranger that showed up. And ever since then. Wait, you got to get into the, I came out of my mama's legs and my daddy said I was a bloody mess. I don't really want to get into that because that's filthy. <laughs> I mean, that's. <laughs> but they leave me alone because I just lay in the street and drink. And he pretends that that's what it's all about. But we realize that there's something going on in this town, that there's some history to this town from a dark stranger back in the day. And now. A hundred years later, yeah, he is scheduled to come back to the day. Yes. Oh, oh by the way, I have I have some uh, I have some notes on that where he said, "Mama delivered me herself from yeah. right between her legs." Mama almost fed the chicken, fed me to the chickens, fed to the chickens. <laughs> some shit right there, man. But it's all about how Charlie talks about the red, uh, sorry, the red moon. He called it the blood moon. The night that he lost religion, he learned that men could do horrible things. A hundred years ago, the moon turned red in the sky and things started to happen. The rhetoric got the the closer people were to, you know, to be pulling down to hell. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. Basically, what we have is our lady. I'm just going to cut through this, okay? Our Letty, the chase. our Letty shows up. There's all sorts of bizarre things coming out. We have, she shows up. She's like, I got to find my dad. I don't know where my dad is. Has he become one of the, I don't know what you call it. What do you call it? Like the, uh, uh kind of a night of the living dead kind of zombie eating, yeah. uh, you know, kind of weirdos. Basically what's They're going on? Like the whole, uh, meat section of, a. You know, the a, town, a grocery. the town is empty. And so she's walking around going, where are all the people that live in this town? She goes into the supermarket. They're all eating the raw meat. And then the kiss of death. What is you it? run one way, you run the other way, and then you get cornered in the aisle of uh, frozen potatoes. So Don't get caught Cheetos. with zombies in. And they're coming at you from both store. ways. There's no way out. No, no. no. But we learned that there's some shit going on. There's some undead people. And we also learned that the dark stranger is going to yeah. show up again. Basically, that's what the movie's all about. Um, there's not a... T- I mean, I don't know. Tell me if you disagree with me. This is kind of a fairly non-story... There's not a ton of story. I mean, we, we get some shit and we're like, oh, here's what's happening. Here's why people are undead, blah, blah, blah. But it, uh, to me, this movie seemed more like kind of an Italian... This isn't an Italian horror movie or whatever, but it's more about that. It's more about the look and the feel and the colors and the in in the in the uh, kind of like cinematography of this yeah, movie. Yeah, well, you didn't give me that copy. I didn't see the look, the feel, and the <laughs> That's cinematography. That's what I'm saying, because you got all the shitty, the dull colors, whatever. As I'm watching this, I'm going... This is a beautiful movie. This is not scary at all because, I mean, there was some guts here and there. There sure. was no titties. There was no... I was wondering about the dude that shows up and it's like, okay, what is your role in this thing? And it's sure. like, yeah, there's no real role at all. Well, sure, but... but I'm hanging out with these two uh, hot ladies and, uh, you know... I saw the I'm trying to get thing. on this other hot lady. But to me, this movie was all about atmosphere and less about kind of like it, like a, like an even, can I even say an Argento thing where it's like, yeah, the story is like very simple, 
the you know we're watching this movie yeah there's a freaky looking uh, albino black guy and he's eating rats heads off and he's like, like do you like wagner she's yeah. like i just uh you know i'm just uh getting a ride from me he's like oh, i like to eat rats all I'm saying is is that for a while I thought that we were going to get into some kind of Lovecraftian tale of the cults because we're like, oh, look at the, uh, look at the, on the beach, there's fires and there's people who are kind of worshiping. But we didn't get any of that. There was a har- dark harbinger that was coming. And then I realized that, no, it's not about that. It's all about the gothic feel, very mysterious, the look, the colors. It was very Suspiria-esque. It had a fun, fun creepiness. Um, with the narration and, and you know stuff like that, and the, and, uh, the what do you call it? The soundtrack, the uh, the score of it, it like a yeah. muted theremin. It was pretty cool, but basically all we got. I feel like this movie was made to say, "Hey, we got this weird shit going on, and these undead folks who are going to eat your guts." And your father may or may not be have taken. It may or may not have already been taken by these scary people. But guess what? It doesn't matter because we are going to focus on the look and the feel and the well, atmosphere. I'd sure like to know where I've seen that dad before. Okay. Because when he pops up, I was like, I've seen him in another horror movie sure. before. Because that dude was an actor of, that's been of in course. a thousand things. Of course. But, uh, yeah, I, I uh, yeah. The, honestly, this has been a movie that, this is almost like the question of the episode was, where is your... Of the horror movie, where have you not seen a classic? I thought this is one of those. Mm. And it's like I finally saw Messiah of Evil and I saw it. And I even had the good copy of it with the lush colors and, and everything like that that right. looked really good. Lush puppy, d- delicious. Yeah. Uh, it was really, it, honestly, as far eyes. as that. that I had the shitty one. but the art, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. The art, the art director on this was amazing. There was not one scary part in this. I was really bummed out because the story of this could have really been awesome. It could have been a Lovecraftian type of theme. It could have been this and that, but it, it, I feel like it ended up just being, you know, and I feel like they also underused like the, the albino black guy. It's like, that yeah, guy no, is creepy there, as shit. There's absolutely no story. That's what I'm they, saying. They don't get to the, the, there's no story. What was that dude's deal? What was the the good looking sure. dude's deal? We don't know. What was the? There was no story. It bummed me out because here I am thinking I have never seen this, so I put it on the list. It's finally time to do it on episode one hundred forty four. I probably put it on around sixty or whatever, and I'm just like after watching this, I'm like, there was nothing to this movie except for the art, the the cinematography, the art- artistry, the, yeah. The, what I call it. the colors, the, the the composition, stuff like that, which, by the way, was beautiful, and I feel like that's the only reason. Do why you I got think a 6.5. that to say to say in 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 the Facebook world of sure. horror movies? Sure. No, the artistry, the composition, and the art stylings. Well, thankfully, that, does that fly in? in I don't in, know in the uh, the new world of. But thankfully, I'm, I'm a an Nazi old mother that's effort. Gonna, Thank uh, you that I'm an old mother right. mother effort because I watch this and I'm like, I get it. This wasn't about the story. You say there was some. No they, story, they tried no... to bring up some mythos, but they didn't go into it at all. Yeah. I feel like if they went into the Dark Stranger, the Red Moon the albino black guy and it's like i just don't know they didn't do any of that and i just don't know if if what it did as far as the story was any good 
watching this was like watching a, a set piece, which is really beautiful, whatever. Yeah. And I'm just saying the movie itself was slow. Uh, it was very, dare I say, boring. Slightly boring. I would have liked to have seen. There's plenty of opportunities to see a little bit of nude. And nude. nothing. Nothing. I felt like it was going to be sleazier because it was in 1973. You got those chicks that you know. And were the just one dude's like, uh, hello, you are, uh, can you help me unzip my vest? Yeah. And then she helps him unzip it. And then he's like, well, you're obviously tired. <laughs> and then he kisses her hand. I was like, and what am I watching? Yeah. Downton Abbey? <laughs> Whatever it's called, Downton Abbey? I have, yeah, that's what it's called, Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey? Am I, I watching to- <laughs> that? Oh, there you go, buddy. I just have to say that I was... You're obviously tired. I, I was... I, I let had you retire such high hopes for this Downton movie. Downton Abbey little... <laughs> it know, didn't come through at all. That. There was no... There was a... Oh, I gotta go see what my dad's doing. He's lost or whatever. We got some undead people going on. They're eating raw meat. But it just never really kind of came over that hump. Yeah, it you bummed didn't me understand out because what was going I, on. You know, I look at reviews of this on IMDb and elsewhere. They're like, it's a 6.8. Yeah, well, 6.5. And they're like, it's beautiful. It is an underrated blah, blah, blah. Not the copy I saw. And I'm just like. that, sister. Oh, my gosh. That's fine. I get it. It's creepy. And there is definitely an atmosphere that goes along with it. And the, the, the soundtrack, the score was very creepy. But. It did nothing for me, man. And maybe that's 2015 Mike talking after he's seen awesome movies. But yeah. all I'm saying is this. You're looking at the art direction and not the uh, the real deal. You're going, if man, you are, I am so excited about the art direction and sure. how they styled that. If you are kind of a cinematographer and you want to go ahead and say, like, I need to learn how to do this. Watch this movie. It's beautiful. Right. On my copy, your copy, maybe not so much. Oh, it's terrible. But uh, that's what I'm saying. But I was like, yeah, there's no art direction on this. It's uh, terrible. Well, and for me, it was like everything that they set up is beautiful. It's wonderful. I get it. But it ain't scary. And I really feel like the story could have been more Lovecraftian. It could have been more coming from the sea the great unknown whatever no none of that happened in fact they had one creepy guy in there that all the 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 worst thing he did was bite a head off a rat and then that's all you had of him that was it you had nothing else man yeah no story for that guy no story for uh sex monster hanging with hanging with two girls that are hot as shit where it's like sure you're gonna pick up a third one and you're not even gonna you know what's your story here's what i'm saying right now don't bother. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry because I'm, I understand that it's beautiful. It's good looking. I wonder, but I want a story that's going to enthrall my guts. Yeah. I say be watch like, yeah. because it's right there on YouTube, right? Well, it's not, the, not only is it domain. on YouTube, but it's on public domain. Go to archive.org. Check it out. There was a DVD or sorry, a Blu-ray that was put out and people like this movie man and but yeah. i was expecting something that was sleazier that's a pretty high mark absolutely that's what i'm saying high. yeah it just didn't do it for me it i love the atmospheric horror movies i love it yeah but i just pardon me i got the hiccups i just wanted more yeah. and it never did it it was beautiful 
it was like remember Lords of Salem how it was totally beautiful. You know, yeah, there's a you lot can't of good things. That that's that's well, like no, no, no. What I'm Rob saying, Rob Zombie had come over here with a white glove and slap your mouth. Well, if what you I'm heard saying you say is, that. is there was a lot like her apartment, the yeah. whole scene, whatever. It was beautiful, but what if it didn't have a payoff? That's this movie. Yeah. It didn't have a payoff. It was it barely even cared about the father at the end of the movie. I'm bummed out. I have to say, I'm bummed out. I say don't bother, but it's there free for you to watch. So yeah, watch it and uh, see if you agree. Yeah, call us in, tell us about it. I don't know. I don't know what else to say because I I, I had such high. Maybe that's my problem. I had such high hopes for it, but it bummed me out because it was nothing. Yeah. This really didn't have anything that really got to me, except for the '70s vibe. Whatever that was great. The beautiful artwork on the walls, the colors, the the rich reds, the rich blues, all that stuff. But really, at the end of the day, yeah, that at was the end of the day. A squirt of cheese in your lips. <laughs> so it sounds like we're kind of on the same page. Yeah, uh, watch it. You know, it's if it's, it's out there, there for free. You might as well. It's there, right? If you got an hour and. 10 minutes to kill and there's a lot I, I have a lot of notes of trivia and things like that but it doesn't i i'm not gonna worry about it just go watch it check it out tell us if we're full of shit whatever it's it's uh i mean it's it's uh what do you call that public domain for hell's sake so whatever yeah i don't really know i don't really know what to say i did not care for this is movie. that bloodthirsty on the public domain too is that whole a whole like that DVD that I had? Yeah, everything on the DVD that you Night had of the was, Living Dead, yep. of course, that's yeah. public domain. Everything so on that because there was like what three or four movies on that DVD. Three. Yeah, yeah, three. it was all those are all public domain, and I was a little bit bummed out. I have to admit that I was really let down by this, but I feel like that's all we got for this movie, right? Yeah. So I guess that's all we got for the show. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I I let you down Ugh. because you were underwhelmed by both. You let me, yeah. Yeah, Faith No More. All I'm saying is at least I had Faith No More, and I was stoked for that, whatever. Um, I'm not, like I said, we're not, because of the technical difficulties, we're not going to push forward another question of the episode. Mike Patton, by the way, if you're listening, I love you. Sure. I love Faith No More. I just had a hard time with this album. You know what? Listen to it I think that I'm going to be persecuted. No. People are gonna say this guy doesn't like this, and he's 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 a phony person. No. He's a bad person. No, and nobody's those, gonna say I'm that. I'm sorry. I just it's not my cup of so tea. So we're gonna push forward the question of the episode because we have like 18, 19 calls, but because of the technical difficulties, we're just gonna push it forward. And I'll save this uh, the next question of the episode for the next one. Right. And I'll bring a good computer that won't screw with everybody. Um, what is the gap in your horror movie watching what quote unquote classic is highly regarded, a highly regarded film that it seems like everybody has seen, but you for one reason or another, you just haven't got around. To Should it. we tell ours now? And why not? Why okay. not? Why don't you tell yours? Uh, mine is Soylent Green. I've oh, never no seen shit. the Charlie Heston. That is boring. It's made of people. It's I've never boring. seen it, but I hear uh-huh. it everywhere, and it's like, oh, Soylent uh-huh. Green. That That's- movie is super boring. <laughs> is so, it? It's yeah, bad. It's terrible. I don't care for it, and I love Charlie Heston. And I don't have a minute review of it, because I still haven't seen uh, that's it. That's okay. That's okay. But That's the one that kind of comes to mind. Mine are more not really horror movies. I have Man Bites Dog, which is a Canadian horror movie that's like super... It disturbing it's all on sorts of <clears throat> on all sorts of like oh on the most certain i don't know if it is or not 
But I think that where I, I mainly have, have, have kind of let it up is not necessarily horror movies, but they're definitely cult and uh, genre. Tons of Russ Meyer movies. Oh, They're right. those big titty movies. You'd think I would see those. And tons of John Water movies. Faster Pussycat, have, Kill, yeah, Kill. Exactly. And... I've never finished Pink Flamingos. Really? I've never finished it. I need to do that. That's what I'm saying. I also have Horror Express. Didn't you do a cadaver lab on Pink Flamingos? Absolutely I swear to God, no. you've done. No. You've done I've never on finished Pink Flamingos. It. I've never finished it. And I've, I've tried. I've started it, but for one reason or another, I've never finished it. I've never seen Apocalypse Now all the way through. Ever. Wow. That's what I'm saying right Yeah, there. you've got big stingers that I, I'm like, wow. So I've got to get on those, but so, but that's what we're pushing forward. Call it in 385-351-9273. Sorry, you guys, for the technical difficulties that we had. I, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. The, you know, it It's a cable. Balls. It's a cord. It's a computer. It's something. <sighs> so we just push through It's that. not us. It's, it's technology. Technology is shitty. It's the robots. Sometimes. Right there. But I think that's all we got for this episode, right? And it's a short episode. Yeah. Compared to the normal ones, we're like in an hour and a half. We're we're pushing that. Well, we're doing one of those like easy peasy Sunday morning but podcasts. But call that in. I'm going to save the next question of the episode so that, uh, you know, because it's hard to come up with those. So I'm just going to save it. Yeah, roll it over. Uh, so we're going to have a ton of questions or sorry, a ton of calls next episode. But I guess that's all we got for this one, right? Oh, yeah. So for the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. Hey, take it sleazy. Oh, man.